Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hey guys, welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen and Justin Winters and I are here after taking, I don't know, maybe a few days off. Felt like it was a long time <laughs> for the holidays. So happy holidays to you guys. I mean, we still have one more, Jess. We have New Year's and so I feel like it's still appropriate to say happy holidays. Say Merry Christmas, damn it. I don't want to. I deserve a Merry Christmas. I don't want to. Screw your happy holidays. Brooklyn Merry was... Christmas. Merry Christmas. Our daughter was going uh, around town yesterday going like, Merry Christmas to everybody. I was like, it's after the fact. It's okay. Say Happy New Year. We're going to stretch it out. I do like stretching it out. Justin, before... <laughs> you do. Huh? Well, you know. Before... <laughs> we've been together a long our time. Christ- our Christmas tree is still up. I was just... Well, hold on. So I was just going to say, before we got together, and it's hard to remember that far back because we've basically been together since we were fetuses. Feti? Whatever. When did your family take down the decorations? I feel it was really quick. Like next day? Like the next day or... Oh my gosh. Or a couple days after. Like I if don't it was understand on, if, that. If it was on a weekday, it's like the weekend after. But the, there was definitely not uh, a sense of like, let's let's chill in this <laughs> Christmas this, this, this Christmas-ness for, for too long. But then didn't you get like the immediate like end of holiday letdown feeling where it's like... It's all leading up to this one magical day, and it's over. Now it's just cold. Oh, always, always, and That's and, terrible. and often the letdown came like during the day itself. <laughs> you're like, because the the build ups all, all all the fun oh, part. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you get there, and you're like, oh man, like Christmas is already half over. Oh man, look at all this mess. <laughs> you were oh. a mini adult. <laughs> Oh, look at this mess. Maybe I shouldn't have eaten that. Oh, crap. And then the, <laughs> and then the next day, it's the 26th, and you're just like, oh, poop. It's over. It's over. I know. So, I mean, there's got to be a chasm between you and I, because your family was like next day or perhaps the weekend if we're lucky. And I distinctly remember a year where our tree was still up in March. Whoa. Yeah. At least I'm pretty sure it was March. It was covered in dust, but I remember it. What? Yeah, I know. So it was left up, but also unattended so much that it was covered in dust. Well, if if if, if I'm leaving the tree up, yeah, like, what you're dusting it it's regularly, a big, it's a big deal. <laughs> so I don't know, to be honest with you, like it aren't the blinking lights like anti dust? Don't maybe. they like shake the dust off? Here's the deal: it didn't look dusty until we finally went to take it down. And then when we, because it was a uh, obviously an artificial tree, once we started like dismantling it, <laughs> we kept a real tree up till March. But, like, it's like the Charlie Brown tree over there. <laughs> I guess we need to take this down. Maybe it's time. Um, but you guys do like wait till the last minute a lot. Yeah, I know. Once we started dismantling the actual tree, like it smelled dusty. Like that's how we knew we were taking it down. I was like, mmm, dust. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's a little extreme. That year was extreme. We didn't do that every year. That was one year. Generally speaking, it was up through like at least mid-January. 
So I don't know. Maybe like I think a couple weeks in a couple weeks into January we've done a couple yeah. times. That's fine. And I feel like that's okay because it gives you time to get over the tree. Like you know what I mean? January um first New Year's, New Year's Day rolls around and you're like, This is great, I'm enjoying it still. Chris, Chris is nostalgic for her her, her dust Christmas tree days. <laughs> I know. Just let me just get a little dust on it. Come no. On. No, no, no. But like by January, <laughs> you're gonna come home like next week, and like mm-hmm. I've thrown some dust on the tree, and I'm like, yeah. look, remember, <laughs> remember the magic. Yeah, I play some like really nostalgic music. But I feel like by like January 11th, that's when you know you've had time, you've had your time, and now it's like now it's now it's January 11th. Maybe I we mean, take it down uh, now. To to be clear, I really don't care. It's just whenever you feel like it, pretty much. You you, right. you feel it inside. Yeah, you do. The, the Christmas. The the fun Christmas spirit has completely left your body. Yeah, you know what those those Christmas it's tree the lights doldrums though. Doldrums of January. I was just gonna say they keep me going in the doldrums of January when I get home with the kids and I'm the first one to arrive and it's only what four forty five but it's dark outside and you can't do anything. And you walk in the house and it's cold. Plug in the lights and suddenly everything feels better. Well, that's why I'm totally down for like taking the lights or taking you know a strand of lights and just putting them up somewhere. And uh, like, yeah, these are just my strand of lights, guys. <laughs> these are, you know, this I would is, do that. We have are, a good house for that too. These, these are non-holiday strand of lights. We could do that on the other side of like our um, townhouse second-story balcony. You could do that. That'd be good. Icicles. I'm down. <laughs> Permanent icicles. I think people might think it's weird in like June, but other than that, I'm fine. Otherwise, <laughs> I think we've been, um, you know, pretty bo- pretty boring. This well, Christmas. we've had, we've had a, sick, a kid. sick kid, so there's that. Fucking sickness, god damn it. I can't escape it. Two fucking thousand nineteen sickness won't leave me. So yeah, I mean, a kid just like sniffling in your ear for hours straight to try to sleep. That's the sound he makes constantly. And then coughing the during the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done a lot. No. We haven't done a lot. We've been, you know. Homebound. Homebound for the most part. It's kind of been like that that movie Misery. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Chrissy's been forced me to write a novel. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know there were children in that. It's got weird. Oh my god, they should totally like do Misery <laughs> with kids. A parody. These kids are forcing this guy. To kids are write, like, like, I'm gonna break your legs. <laughs> that sounds like Caillou. Oh, oh my no. god! By the way. Speaking of misery, yeah, I want to put, you, I want to hobble you and put you in a bed for bringing Caillou back into our life for I some reason. I didn't bring Caillou back. You allowed my, this. My mother allowed them to watch Caillou Christmas this morning. No, this is that was this morning, but he's been around for like a couple days now. Like you were speaking his name. Well, because Brooklyn brought him up. Okay, well, you just pretend like you don't even know that name. It's like Voldemort, but <laughs> 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 you like. You 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 fanned the flames and like I came in there I'm like, what is happening? Like I didn't even like say it out loud. I'm like, what is happening? So the kids know how much I detest Caillou, and once in a blue moon they just bring him up to I guess I don't know shake my tree, and I I go along with it and I remind shake them about why he's the worst. What are you, Dave Matthews? Shake my tree song. <laughs> I'm no, you're sure. thinking shake me like a monkey. I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, that's right. Shake me like a monkey. But he had the dreaming tree. <laughs> he had the dreamy tree and shake me like a monkey. So yeah, I just conflated those two. I'm yeah, sorry. you did. Go ahead. No, I have nothing. That's it. <laughs> you have nothing. Um, I have to give props for Chrissy. Why? 
because uh, come February 2020, if all the stars align, I will be an, uh, an AMC A-list member. Oh, yeah, you will. Yay. And Chrissy won't see me ever again because of these. I'm glad Chrissy, I got I'm, you that I'm present. on the A-list now. So uh, <laughs> it says three movies a week and, you know, I'm going to max that out. So bye-bye. Um, you're welcome. If our new theater ever comes. If like it ever actually opens. It was supposed opens. to come here last, last summer. And it hasn't opened yet. We're still, still, hasn't, still hasn't waiting. Yet. I hope their chairs have massage function in in them. Dude, how great would that be? Or I would be four, so on or board. Those, like forty motion seats or something. You know, I think they call that what D box. <laughs> oh yeah, stick me in the D box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or it's like that. You know, all those uh, the space camp scenes where you're like you got a joystick and you're just like spinning around this gyro sphere, <laughs> but you also <laughs> you also have to watch. You know, uh, whatever. Yeah, that theater's going to open up real something soon. Something stupid. And you get to be on the A list. I can't. You're welcome. That's why I had to give you props. I know. I'm just letting you know it's very exciting. Other than that. Yeah. This is our last episode of 2019. It is. Who would have thunk it? We made it, Justin. To end of the road. And I can't let go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. What a shitty road it's been, 2019. <laughs> We've said that every year for Felt years. Like I've lived ten lives. It's it's accelerating. No? I do you remember 2016 when that year ended? We were like, this is the worst year in the history of the goddamn universe. I mean, that one was pretty bad. Yeah, and then 17, it was like, nope, it just got worse from here. <laughs> and then 18 happened. We're like, maybe marginally better. And by better, I mean same. And now here we are. And you're like, this year. I mean, there's a lot of crap. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking at our podcast here. Okay. Uh, 2019. So it was a couple episodes that jump out to me. Species and Crash. That was Oh, fun. God. Crash. I almost forgot about that. That was back in uh, February with our boy Nick. It was a full year ago. Epic film, guys. I well, know, almost right? a full year. Wow. Uh, we also finally fought, saw 51st States, the, the movie that everyone says is about Chrissy. I forgot about that. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. No way. You did? No, it was a joke. Uh, we finally saw Human Centipede 2, full sequence. <sighs> Happy April 1st. That was our April Fool's Day. Yeah. Episode. Great, great, great joke, uh, Jess. Tango and Cash and the Saint with the, the guys from the countdown. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I think Adventures Endgame was our highest... Uh, downloaded podcast of the year. Well, I mean, it's Endgame. That's a big one. Yeah. Uh, Critters 3, a favorite of Chrissy's. <laughs> the least downloaded one of the decade. One of my favorites. Or of the year. The least one? Yeah. Then we went to that whole phase where we watched a lot of horror movies and, and pissed, pissed Chrissy off. But she, <laughs> but she did get to see her favorite phrase, Dead, The Final Nightmare, finally. The, uh, okay. In uh, our, our 10th anniversary, Chrissy. We had our 10th anniversary this year. Our 10th wedding anniversary, yes. In oh, our podcast. Yes, and our wedding anniversary. The, you know, 2009 was a banner year, guys. There was a lot, lot of stuff going on. I know. But we've come to the end of the road, <laughs> like we said. And then there's the big sigh. What? End of the year. The Here in, we are. The end of the year. <laughs> so we made it. This will be our final episode of 2019. Uh, next, next week, hopefully we can... 
get back on the mic and do our our our, our faves of 2019. Yay! So that's always a fun episode. I agree. And we've been really working hard on uh, going through some of our, our screeners, our award screeners. Some of us have been working harder than others. True. You've watched more than me, but that's always the case. Well, I, I just like movies more than you, so. There you go. Um, let's, let's talk about this really popular movie that, that's in the movies right now. That we, we should. we saw uh, a week ago, and we're kind of late to talk about. Are we you ready? T- yeah, and we took our four-year-old to this one. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because it was Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Ta-da! Everyone knows about this movie, but the IMDb logline is after Palpatine mysteriously returns, the dead speaks, dead speak. That's what they said, right? I'm doing the the scroll music. You keep going. The resistance faces the first order once more in the final chapter of the Skywalker saga, directed by J.J. Abrams. Uh, screenplay by him and Chris Terrio uh, stars uh, all those people Daisy Ridley Adam Driver Carrie Fisher Mark Hamill John Boyega Oscar Isaac a uh, ton of people a lot of people a lot of people in this movie a lot of people are watching it they're saying things they, they're saying things they're saying things and we're gonna say things too uh, we've probably talked about Star Wars movies more than any other Franchise of film. True. Well, we did a lot of Avengers, so there's that. But I digress. Oh, yeah, that's right. Avengers. We did our Harry Potter movies. Anyway, <laughs> hotly con- contested. Chrissy's got opinions. I've got opinions. Yeah. We've waited this long. Mm-hmm. We haven't really talked about this that much. Saw it in the theater with the kids and your mom. Yes, we did. People are like killing each other in the streets fighting about this film, Chrissy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's dramatic. So it's just a big build up. <laughs> no? Good. Okay. I, I want to hear. What, so what did you think about The Rise of Skywalker? So guys, just to recap, I went in, into this podcast 10 years ago, pretty much not having seen any Star Wars movie, just knowing basic bits and pieces of the franchise. So Compared to a lot of you who are listening who are diehard fans, really know the universe inside and out, I'm still comparatively speaking rather like uninitiated, even though I've seen everything now. And I think from that layperson's perspective that it was great. It put a nice button on the end of uh, the actual series regarding the Skywalkers and their whole orbit of people. Um, and it's time to tell new stories. And I'm glad that they didn't leave it open-ended. They're like, oh, maybe another one. Maybe there'll be a Star Wars 16 and you know it'll just keep going in perpetuity. Does this mean that it was a perfect movie? No. And I'm happy to discuss later with you some of the things I think were not perfect in it, but I still think it was a good to great movie. It's we're in that like good to great range. Wow. <laughs> Stuff it. So you, are you saying you like it better than Freddy's Dead? Is that what you're saying? I mean, you know, it's tough, but barely yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep it short. Stupid. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Ready? Yeah. Are you, are you looking at me? Yeah. Do you, do you hear like a, a back echo or something? No. No? No. I hear squeaking at my headphones. Squeak, 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 oh, don't, squeak. Don't squeak your headphones. That's what I hear. Stop making that noise <laughs> in the microphone. It's, I'm not. It's my headphones. Okay, guys. You know how I feel about Star Wars, Force Boners, all that stuff. Yeah. The Rise of Skywalker... Here's how it made me feel. 
Oh, man. Guys. Do we have to fight about this? Guys. Why? I thought it was stupid. <gasps> I thought it was stupid and and uh, largely bad. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm really genuinely surprised that you think it was largely bad. <laughs> and I've now seen it. You've seen it like three t- times. T- two, well, one of the times I was kind of just wanting to watch the end. Because okay. we, we went to see it in the theater like at 930 in the morning. Took the kids, took yeah. the, the, the mother-in-law. Uh, and then later on that day, I'd actually gotten the screener a couple days before. And there was a big, uh, you know, tumultuous discussion within myself. Am I going to watch this for the first time, you know, at home on my TV? Yeah. Or am I going to wait till the theater? And I had to wait a couple days, basically. Yes. And the it's hard to, like, explain. Like, the whole movie, I was just like... Oh no! Like so many things, I was just like constantly disappointed by, wondering what the fuck, like why they made this decision. Uh, I got like mad at like just Disney as a corporation. Oh my god! You like you really vehemently did not like this. I did. I, I, so can we get a here's question? Up front. Here's up front. It's it's like a teetering between like it's probably like a C minus to me. Ooh. Because I, I, I the the big glowing words as I watched this whole movie was A stupid, B, it's a mess, C, it's it's rushed. Four um Rushed. Rushed. Yeah. This movie has like the plot for like at least two movies. No? I think that would mean that it's dense as opposed to rushed. No, I just think it, you know that scene in the beginning of the movie where they're uh they're like uh light speed skipping, you know, they're like whoosh, light speed. Whoosh, mm-hmm. light. I thought that was like how the whole movie felt to me. So that part I agree with and, and earlier when I said I think it was good to great but there it's not perfect. It's one of the things that I was going to light upon is that I feel like it was just a lot of planet hopping and a lot of like let's go here. Let's go there. Now we're going to do this thing. Battle, 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 battle. Now yeah. here. Another battle, 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 battle. Like that's the, those are the parts I didn't enjoy. Yeah. It was the, it felt like the most video game ish, uh, Star Wars film. You know, it's like, go to get this. The whole thing with like wayfinders and fucking daggers with like little things on it that you have to hold in front of this thing. Oh. I was just so disappointed. You know that scene in in the Christmas story where he like finally gets like the code. It's like yeah, it's a crummy commercial. Yeah, it's oh, drink your Ovaltine. That's kind of how I felt at the end oh, of this movie. Oh man, well that's a bummer for you. But uh, uh, and 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 when people talking about this movie now, it's like they can't. People can't even say how they feel, or they're like secretly getting paid. By, oh, so know? they're like, I loved it. <laughs> hey, Disney. Um. Like I said, largely, I just thought it was stupid. I thought it was a waste of time. I don't know. I was mostly disappointed and and wondering why Disney, you know, the richest corporation in the world, basically, had all all this, you know, time, time, money, uh, talent, mm-hmm. and this is what we got. I was I was disappointed, you guys. Okay, so I'm wondering, like I alluded to at the beginning of this, if that's because... By, by the way, it, we're definitely going to... I mean, we're a week week late on this. So oh, I know. If yeah. you're listening, don't... Like, make re- sure you see it, please. Make sure you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth seeing, yes. Okay, so I'm wondering, as I alluded to in the beginning of this podcast episode, 
if the reason that you are more disappointed with it than I am is because you are more fully immersed in the universe and because you know more and, you know, like maybe you really had your heart set. I don't know if for going a certain way. And I'm not even like a super like on a scale of one to ten. I'm probably like a six or seven on the Star Wars nerdiness. So like I'm, I'm not super ultra Star Wars nerd. I did. And I think you did as well. I mean, The Last Jedi was my favorite movie of 2017. Yeah, Last Jedi was really great. Uh, Super great. I thought that was great. You know, I li- I liked uh, Force Awakens a lot. You liked that a lot more than me. I didn't love Force Awakens as much as you. Um, but The Last Jedi was like a, a breath of fresh air. It was like really playing with Star Wars as a franchise and, and, and right. setting uh, the template of how the future might be. And of course, this movie kind of just like totally poops on that as a <laughs> an option in, in my eyes. Right. It, it took a lot of the. I mean, this movie in my eyes it doesn't really have like a cohesive theme or uh, you know a plot besides you know they're gonna chase each other around finding these doodads until they find. <laughs> <laughs> they find the real big guy, the real bad guy that's been, pulled, been the bad guy all the time. The strings all <laughs> along, guys. You just didn't know it. BT Dubs, he's here. You know what's funny though? See, like you were thinking just now. You're like, I don't even know what the actual theme was because it was just like, let's. It's a treasure hunt for you. To me, like I, you said that. I thought. I mean, yeah, that's true. It was. It was kind of a treasure hunt. They were, you know, finding the doodads and doing the whole thing. But for me, it was all about Kylo Ren and Rey. And oh, you're one of those Raylo shippers. Is that this is what this is about? No, I'm. Not, I don't. And as far as shipping, I don't, know, I don't ship them like together. I thought across the board it had an interesting every scene ancestral every, every single every single character major character was let down. In the portrayal of them, their character arcs were basically like, "What character arc? We don't have time." I for agree. Character. We don't have a time for character arcs. We barely have time for anything in the script that's more than rushed exposition or you know people yelling people's names. Like right. <laughs> poor poor John Viega as Finn. He like half of his lines are yelling people's names. <laughs> uh, this is true. And I don't know, man. I agree with anybody who isn't specifically a droid or Kylo Ren or Rey. I think they did try to spend some time flushing out those arcs that they they, they couldn't do with Poe or with Finn or with goddamn Rose who came back for like two lines of disappointment. I was surprised she was there. Yeah, I understand like, you know, this is a Star Wars movie. You know, not everyone gets their chance to shine at all times. Right. But... When they had Rose's inclusion in the second movie, she was good. A lot of people didn't like her. Whatever. Mm. You didn't like her. I didn't love her. So this is vindication for Chrissy (laughs) that not only was she in it barely two minutes, but there's a line where they're like, okay, who's coming out of the venture? And her, I forget the exact way she said it. She's like, no, I'm going to stick here and like study these books or something. I was like, wah, wah, I did think serves you right. But just just that. Like uh, what they did to Rose... You know, times yeah. like tw- dozens of instances throughout the movie where I was like, really? Is that the... B- Come on, guys. You know? So you didn't feel like like 
after we left off with the last Jedi. Is this the worst movie ever? No. no. Do I think this is a bad movie? Not even. I'm not even going to say it's a bad movie. I'm. I'm saying it's a massive whiff at the end. You know, of this nine episode Skywalker series, where you know I was at least expecting. Right. A, uh, you know, but in this way, it's not dissimilar to Endgame. You know, Endgame had to, for Avengers had to tie up so many different things, like I a tree with I a zillion branches. I wasn't doing over Endgame, if you remember too. Yeah, I do remember that. But how else do you expect it to end? I guess is my question. If I'm thinking of both Endgame and now this movie as well, when you have so many different offshoots to tie up, it's going to be a little bit rushed. You can't solve everybody. You can't. No. You can't. Well, then, 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 spend more time with the characters. You don't have to go. Have one doohickey instead of four. That's fair. You know, put a little more thought into the the you know the character arcs, the thematic arc over this whole trilogy, or just within one movie. Like you know, mm-hmm. Last Jedi did something different than The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I feel- but there was an arc here, and it was it was about family. About both their actual friend family what and how like Fast and the Furious in space. What? No. No, you've never even seen that. So no, no. But no, but it was. It was. It was about establishing what family means to you and where you come from and how you overcome that. And I know I'm being super obvious in saying that, but I I think they actually did a decent job of that. I, a little too heavy handed with the whole like who will be the you know according to the title the rise of Sky- who's the Skywalker that will rise that part meh whatever. But tying the two main people know. together, tying the a, group together, at together. Wait, Leia being a, a key person to to reach in there at the end. I I cried because it's Carrie Fisher. I cried, dude. Chrissy remembers Last Jedi. Yeah. Next to the the Mister Rogers documentary, I was like bawling through Last Jedi. How many tears did I shed during this movie? You did none. I'm sure. Zero. I cried. Well, good for you. All right. Well, here I'm gonna break it down. I'll, I'll start at the top. Okay. Everything with the Emperor Palpatine, I was like laughing. Yeah, that was stupid. Everything with with him was stupid, and it starts at the beginning when they when he like brought was like was he like on a crane or something? <laughs> I was like, I was like, he was on a forklift. I was like, <laughs> they like forklifted him down. <laughs> He's like uh, zombie weekend at Bernie's Palpatine. Yes. Yes. I was like, what is he doing? Like, where has he been? How did this happen? Of course, they didn't really explain it no. that that well at all. He was basically just like, breathe on me and take my energy. <laughs> no, you're jumping ahead. I'm, I'm talking about the first scene. I was like, I was like, oh my God, he's got Snokes in a jar. Snokes in a jar. I just thought like, I was like, it, it seemed like a different film. You yeah, know? it was a little weird. Like, like Star Wars can get weird and it's kind of stupid, but I just like uh, it was just like a, a a bridge too far to cross for me. You're like, what is happening right now? Exactly. Did you like that shit? No, anything with Palpatine, I thought was stupid. To be honest with you, and what was his plan? Did he have a plan? Well, the, the, apparently the plan in the beginning was find her, kill her. And then at the end, it was like, I never wanted you to die. Now come closer and smell my breath. Like, <laughs> so who knows what his feel, actual plan was. And maybe that's a big reason why I didn't <laughs> cry during this movie. Because I just felt like I got jerked around so much during this movie. Because people's like plans change. People like 
uh, died and then came back to life. You thought people died and they weren't dead. The I had time. a lot of logistical questions. I just really got really pissed off during this movie, like several times. Okay, I have to admit. And so, like between that, between like the back and forth and like the fucking doodads yeah. and wayfinders and bullshit. Sure. I just got pissed off. I was just like, well, "This is fucking. This whole movie's a waste of time. All this other stuff is stupid shit." There's like glimmering. There's there's like 15 minutes of this movie where I'm like, "There, I had to wade through this shit pile to find this great stuff. This right. this isn't how it should be. This should be planned sure. out more." I'm actually happy to hear you say that specifically about. Um, oh gosh, what did you just say? Um, wasn't about the wayfinders or I like the talk treasure about hunt, this, guys. That's no, why wait. we're late, Justin. What was the thing? It, oh, sh- come on, now this is good because I got cut up with the other stuff. Like doodads. No, before doodads, <laughs> wayfinders, doodads. Shit, no. Um, ah, shit. I forgot. I agreed with you on something, and now it's bothering me. You agree with me on everything. This damn movie it. sucks. No, no, no. Um. Oh, damn it. So, all right. No, what you I'm think bothered. about it? Because this is great radio, just to hear you do that. <laughs> Uh, so everything I thought everything with the Emperor Palpatine w- was corny and stupid, and I was like, okay, if you're gonna bring him back, please explain why. And then it like doubles down oh, on the stupid oh, when he comes oh, back towards the oh, end. Oh, oh, I remember. I'm sorry about people like who like die and then come back and yeah. die and then come back and then die but didn't come back. And so I, there were many times where I was just like, okay, so wait, let me get this straight. You get to come back because you were a Jedi. You oh, we're not even getting that far. Were a Jedi, well, but you about, have not come back, not and everybody's really Force sad. Ghost. And dead. I'm just talking about like, and you are not anybody. Are you back? What are you? Figment of his magic? I don't know. Yeah, that part. I the ghosting like, was, I was just really pissed. Like at one and point, not into the ghosting. At the one point in the movie, I, I thought of Martin Scorsese. I was like, he's right. This is a fucking theme park ride, and I'm pissed off. Like, I went off this ride. I was like, J.J. Abrams, your mystery box bullshit has has come too far. You know, I just don't think I don't think J.J. Abrams is really good at like story and themes or something. Like he's like, I've got an idea, and they're like, okay, I've got another idea. He says, like, <laughs> well, you got to connect those a little bit. No, I've just got tons of little ideas, and I we're just gonna. Of- Throw them at a wall and hope people are distracted. I think of J.J. Abrams as like the big budget movie version of Joss Whedon in terms of like how he structures things. And it's all very like quick and ADD. No, he's the like, don't you think it'd be cool if guy, you know? Yeah. No, he both. Writes the script. He's both. Here's how he writes the script. It, it seems like they wrote the script like live as they were filming it because, you know. No, that I, I disagree with. At several points, they're just like, you know, you know, it'd be cool if, you know, they had jetpacks. Okay. How? What else? Nah, man. Just just let them have jetpacks. Did you know that Lin Manuel Miranda was in this? By the way, that was one of those. You know, it'd be cool if we had Lin Manuel Miranda come on here one day. You know, uh, light speed skipping. That'd be cool, right? Okay. Are you gonna do anything with that later on in the movie? Nope. nope. Pose a pilot. He's got it. <laughs> uh. So, so yeah, Palpatine. Whatever. The ghosting made me crazy. Like uh, I said, um, I don't love the ghosting. The. Everything was C-3PO and that like wiping, memory wiping thing was like oh. a waste of time. <laughs> the Chewbacca thing, I was like, what? That part. That part. I I was, it was great. I was like, yes. And then I was like, what? Again? Just like to pull it back yeah. in a stupid way. Like, no, he was on the other carrier. I was like, what the fuck? I, was I went so- to the bathroom at that point with our kid. And when I came back, Chewbacca was alive. And Brooklyn goes, he's, he's alive. And I went, yeah. And she goes, how did it happen? And I'm like. No idea. So he was just on another carrier? Is that what happened? 
Yeah, he was on another carrier. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, the, you know, you might enjoy the movie. You might like the movie. But you're not going to be able to convince the movie that, like, this is a well-made, like, good movie. Right. Like, the, ah, just so fucking disappointing. But, but wait a second. Can we get back to the core again of what I think this movie was trying to do and whether it was successful or not? In... Oh, and I even talked about the thing that pissed me off the most. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Go no, ahead. no, please. Let's. I, I like the the rage. Are we going back to themes? The with rage, whatever you want. Rage. I mean, you have rage. I don't have any rage. I have mostly disappointment. I'm not yelling or screaming. No, but you said it made you most angry. Well, again, I love the Last Jedi. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, our daughter uh, loves the character of Rey. Yep. Uh, a big part about the Last Jedi was and, and, well, the Force Awakens tease like who are her parents? You know, blah blah blah. In the Last Jedi, yes, Kylo says this to her, but basically says to you, you know who they are? They're nobodies. You know, they don't sure. matter. Yeah. And so to set up the theme that anyone could be able to use the force it doesn't have to be some you know crusty old bloodline you know Mm -hmm. whatever anyone could use the force broom boy at the end you know that hope yeah in this movie it's like nope (laughs) you know know? (laughs) sorry ray you your your grandfather's palpatine royalty only (laughs) uh this is probably the worst most awkward way to let you you know inform you of this news Especially because he's like old, gross zombie, and he—that means he had sex years ago. <sighs> All that stuff. I was just like, okay, so you basically, you know, nixed out this idea that it could be anyone, mm-hmm. and then what you switched it in for makes no fucking sense at all. Like it just—it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Hmm. No. I mean, I guess if you look at it that way, you have a point. Um, I just feel like they're just like, nope, it can't be nobody. Ah, Palpatine, yes. And it's just like, what? No, that does why? Number one, he hasn't been around. Number number two, his plan or whatever plan he has doesn't make sense. I just feel like it just totally undercut everything that they were like building towards. Yes, but if you think about the, not just these last three movies, but the entire like, what is it? Nine movie span. Yeah, Luke. Luke was in, thought he was a nobody as well. Yeah, and Darth. Blah, blah, right. Blah. Exactly. I was going to say the whole point. Going back to Luke, in to a different extent, in a different way. It was like he's using the Force in a way that nobody ever has before. You know, it made him special from the other Jedi. So, but everything doesn't have to be symmetric. That was another thing about the Last Jedi. You know, burning the burning the tree, but saving the books with uh yoda and stuff like learn what you you know learn what you need and then move forward Mm -hmm. you know right i don't know i was glad that yoda wasn't in this (laughs) oh i mean they were bringing back everybody so you never know oh my god oh i I forgot there was the whole thing at the very end when she's laying down and hearing all the voices and she's gonna be like i am all the jedi i did hear yoda (sighs) yeah so that whole sequence alone never you were or something like that. So he was like, okay, <laughs> let me kill me and then all my powers. Like he was like Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat and collected all <laughs> the Sith powers. Which, by the way. How totally, many Sith were there down there, by I, the way? I don't know. It got very Mortal Kombat for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> and so he's like, strike me down and you'll take all my Shang Tsung powers into yourself. <laughs> rule the galaxy. Yay. Yeah. 
But that's not what happens. Nope. She reflects the power back onto him. <laughs> Did you like that whole sequence? No. No, not particularly. Although I, I do I, I do like they, they brought back the force uh force Force timing stuff with like them talk to each other and like yeah 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 That's trade, it, trade so, a lightsaber and stuff. So I was just gonna get into that. So that was the only time that I was super on board with it. Okay, I have dichotomous feelings. I have to sort them out for a second. I kept thinking to myself while watching this movie that all I want is a supercut of the last three movies of Kylo Ren and Ray having these tete a tetes where they're basically trying to kill each other. And you can't tell if like they also love each other or if they're like brother and sister love each other. And it's all kind of weird and makes me feel kind of gross, but I'm riveted. I want a super cut of all of those scenes back to back to back to back. But in this movie in particular... You like a Star Wars soap opera. You're a, you're a real <laughs> Kylo shipper. So is her daughter. You Kylo boners. So, so what, what, but, but what particularly like made me go, oh, in this movie was... I loved the tete-a-tete aspect, but not the like, not quite teleportation. You were calling it what? Like face. Like uh, some people call it force, force timing. Force timing. Thank you. Face timing, but force timing. Or force Skyping. That's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Where I'm like, wait a minute. So like, did she go to where he is now? Or did he go to where she is now? And like, you can actually touch things and break. I'm confused. And they never explain that well, ever. And so that bug. I love me. that that is the thing that confused you. Not all the other like doohickey, wayfinder, force dagger, all that bullshit. That part, so that part didn't bother me as much. And here's why. <laughs> or the fact that Snoke was like, has been hanging out on this planet with all these like little tiny star destroyers. He's like, rise up. Uh, hold on. I have something to say about that. <laughs> so, so the whole like wayfinding bullshit didn't bother me quite as much because I feel like, again, this whole like let's go on a treasure hunt thing is a theme of many movies, not just Star Wars, obviously, but many movies. You know, it's like you're one of your favorite Goonies. They're on a big ass treasure hunt. And I don't really give a shit about things like that. I'm like, eh, whatever. This is something that's happening in the movie. I don't care about that part about it as much. How dare you bring in the Goonies? I'm just going to say it reminded me of that. I think that. there's an homage to the Goonies in this movie when they're doing the dagger yeah. on like the mountains and right, stuff. Right, right, right. Or whatever those things Yeah, were. so the wayfinding thing, I'm like, whatever. It doesn't bother me as much. The force timing not being explained. The ghosts who are able to come and go as they please without being explained. I had a real hard time with suspension of disbelief. Now let's get to the, what's the name of the Sith planet again? <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. It sounds like a, a pharmaceutical. Like, I'm going to call it Sith Planet because no, no, no. It's um. That's what it's called. Does Siri know? Die by ex Exegol or something. Oh, like. Oh, okay, Exegol. I kept thinking. I think you're I, right. I think I kept thinking of <laughs> it ex, eczema, like a eczema, and uh, whatever. Right. Exegol. So, so ex. So, and I'm sorry in advance. I really am because I feel like you're going to roll your eyes and laugh at me. Here's the reason outside of, again, the Kylo Ren and uh, Ray stuff. Here's the reason I enjoyed that like last fifth of the movie, because it reminded me of Independence Day. Oh, my God. Where they take the Inter damn spaceship. You're talking about Independence Day 2, right? No, I am not, sir. Driving the bus around nope. and stuff? <laughs> nope. <laughs> where they... Yeah. I was where, rolling my eyes at this where, too. Just where, like that movie. Hold on. Where Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith drive their little ship out to like the mothership and they're like what's going on and they're like it looks like they're preparing an invasion and then they're stuck there and then there's this big like fight and then they all and then they have to like <laughs> get needed, out this movie needed harvey firestein <laughs> david <laughs> david <laughs> 
Palpatine's back. <laughs> Can't even get my, my voice <laughs> deep enough. That was great. It needed something else. <laughs> so what was it like all those people of like in the, in the grandstands for like when they brought Palpatine down? I, that's what I'm talking like, about. Where did all those Sith come he, from? He's like got like his little butt. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he's like lowering him down. He's like, he's got like force lightning in his fingers, but he has to like be lowered down, like on this crane. And all these people, like, are they people? Are they like zombie? Your connection energy energizes me. Look at my hands. <laughs> Oh, I loved, I loved when he like uh, shot it up to the sky because I was like, are those all your ships? <laughs> I was so confused. I, I didn't know what was going it's on. very Independence Day. Oh, I was trying to be more positive. I'm sorry. So I loved all the force timing stuff. I don't care to know how it works. I just like, this is cool. <laughs> I was talking about like the diamonds and like the shit pile or something. That's one of them. Loved Everything about, even like the corny, uh, anyway, loved everything about uh, Star Wars. I call it Star Wars meets the perfect storm. Remember that movie with George mm-hmm. Clooney and Mark Wahlberg? Mm-hmm. Imagine if they had force powers, guys. Imagine if the perfect storm was coming on their you know, boat out from Boston, and they did, did like a huge backflip over it, and then like brought out their lightsabers. I mean, I didn't see that, that movie, so this means oh, nothing to me. Everything about cool. that scene, I was just like, yes. More fucking, you know, storms. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Talking about a, a Roland Emmerich movie. I'm like, <laughs> I am down for Star Wars with the elements. I yep. loved I loved them, you know, fighting in the snow. Now they're fighting in huge waves. Yeah, that's true. That part was cool. I even, I even liked when, you know, the whole Carrie Fisher, like, distracted her son so he got murdered thing. Is me, that's what I was talking about. She played a, played a role in this. Okay, let's talk about that role. Okay, and uh, uh, maybe I I sound stupid or um, no, you don't. I just don't think she needs to be in this movie, guys. I think uh, this was addition or is it subtraction by addition? Adding her, adding her hampered the film in a way that I thought was kind of hard to recover from. Recover from I because basically they like hmm. Star Wars mad libbed her. And then, like all of our scenes that were peppered out the move, peppered throughout the movie, really had nothing to do with what was going on. You know, it was just always just like gobbledygook. At sometimes, just like <laughs> so. Okay, I hear what you're saying. I'm not sure I agree, but let's let's think about her arc of the last two movies, okay? Because in the last movie, she you know had this whole thing with Laura Dern, and then like she basically died in space, and like zoomed using the Force, frozen and dead, back to her spaceship, like. She jumped the shark in the last movie, as far as I'm concerned, to be honest with you. So now she's past shark jump. And and in this movie, you know, at this point, when you're past shark jump, it's like, whatever. I think that if she had been here with us, that maybe it would have taken on a different... It's like she had a TBI, like a traumatic brain injury. And like, if he, she, shouldn't, she couldn't go on the missions. So then when they cut back through, they're like, you know... That's just the way the cookie crumbles or whatever. I can't believe you just said that. It's like she had a traumatic brain injury. I'm talking, about the, ca- I'm talking about the character. I know that. But what I was just going to say is if she were here and alive and well, I think it would have been a different outcome because they could have shot more with her and it would have been different. Of course. So I, I know the history. I know what was happening behind the scenes. I'm just saying instead of doing what they did, which was like 
all this, you know, gobbledygook just like spread throughout just to make sure that she's in the movie. Just had just maybe... Just cut her completely and not explain it? <laughs> yeah, not explain it. Well, the... <laughs> Because that's what they're really good at doing. Just we saying. just talked about fucking, you know, Palpatine being, <laughs> you know, coming down. No, I'm just saying, like, you do, like, the dead speaks. And also, Leia's dead now. And then just move on. <laughs> and also, Leia's dead now. Or so the, there's that. You know, the, instead of spending all that time, you know, injecting these non sequitur statements from oh Leia. Gosh. Uh, use that time on you know character development. People are talking about losing her and how that affected them, or something. right, right. I mean, R.I.P. Of co- fucking course, guys. But I just think the way they did it was very weird and off-putting. Well, I guess no. I I don't think it was as off-putting as you think it was. To be honest with you, I understand why you're saying that, but I don't fully agree with I, that statement. Well, I've seen it two and a half times. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Justin. Is there anything you really liked about this other than force timing? Yeah, I said force timing, the perfect storm fight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, the perfect storm fight. I forgot about that. Uh, that's just, about it? I was just like Adam so, Dr- I'm driver deserves better than this. So they, that, that's what's gonna say. Thank so God he had marriage you're sto- like marriage story. Teasing me about like you're like you are shipper. And I'm like, I'm not a shipper, but I thought there they there was a palpable energy between them. Oh, Dude, so you heard me laugh when they kissed at the end. I you was thought like, that was awkward sauce. It was awkward sauce. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But if there's one thing Star the, Wars all does that well, time sexual energy did not connect. If there's one thing Star Wars does well, evidently it's like weird incestual chemistry because they've been doing that since the first movie of New Hope. Okay, so you're, there you go. We got we've got to echo echo the weird incestuals. Sexual energy. <laughs> what are you talking about, Echo? What do you mean? You just talked about it was in the earlier films. Yeah. So in other words, like that's something that they just do in these movies. Well, stop doing it, guys. It's weird. <laughs> uh, who else was let down? Like I said, Daisy Ridley, her arc where like, oh, she could be anybody. Oh, badass. No, your fucking grandfather's Palpatine. But it was great that in the end she went back to a life of anonymity. What do you mean she went back to a life of anonymity? She went on that oh, planet. That's, that's the other. Why did she go back to Tatooine? Can you explain that that to me? No. Luke didn't even <laughs> like it on Tatooine. <laughs> fucking uh, Princess Leia was like in, you know, uh, she was enslaved by fucking Jabba the Hutt on Tatooine. Yeah. So like she takes these lightsabers, like buries them in the sand. I'm like, what is she doing? And then that really awkward moment where they're like, what's your name? And she's like. Dawson, Rose Dawson, Ray Skywalker. <laughs> I was just like, wah wah, that is lame. She well, what? Eh. I I think I think you could have brought back Palpatine. Totally brought back Palpatine, but still not made her Palpatine's granddaughter. Just made him like, like she's like a free agent. He's like trying to like gain control over her sure and then and then and then at the end she's like oh i'm a free agent but i'm still gonna choose to be a skywalker i think i think that lands more than what they did here where he's i could see that you know i gotta tell you times like these i wish you did watch soap operas because you actually were teasing me about it earlier but you're right this is this is a soap opera. This is what soap operas do. It's all about like the family bloodlines and generations later what happens and the kids end up doing almost the exact same thing as their parents did on the show 15 years ago and it all kind of goes in these crazy cycles. 
This is this is essentially a very big budget soap opera. Well, I would be like that 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 soap opera that it's not even around anymore that had like the witches and the trolls and stuff. What was that one? <laughs> what was that one called? Oh damn! I wish Kim were here. She would know. Um, You've forgotten it already. Gosh, I can't remember the name of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It was from the early aughts, <sighs> late '90s, early aughts. I'm just saying they tried to like play with. The- there was a witch and a troll. Yep, I remember it. Play it was with great. It a little bit. Change some stuff around. Um, no, this was like the bold and the beautiful, just, you know, in space. The Foresters versus the Spectras. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, so, time. yeah, when she buried the lightsabers and the Skywalker thing, I was like, oh, oh, because they, they showed that uh, the Force ghosts of <laughs> Luke and Leia, and they're just like, hi. They're just like, hi. It looks really weird. I was like, what is this? That's funny. I was like, what is this? I what is, is this, this? Is this movie over yet? I don't know. Didn't cry. There were no, no big, like, to me, emotionally moving moments. You don't think it was sad when Leia was officially dead and everybody was mourning her? They didn't even have time to mourn her, really. True. It was Chewbacca. One scene. I love that Chewbacca finally like got angry. Oh. I was waiting for more of angry Chewbacca. The it was weird how she distracted him or accidentally distract. Did she die? I I don't know. I've watched it twice and I really can't. She died, mm-hmm. and that's what distracted him. No, did she distract him and, and then die? And then die? Yes. Really? This is just like to be honest with you, and this is another thing I don't understand about the Star Wars universe. So, so I guess I I do a lot of like I don't know how it all works. So I guess it's fine. They did in the Last Jedi when Luke used up all his energy to go like meet Kylo Ren in the desert when they were about to do battle, and then died immediately after that. And I'm like, so wait, that somehow killed him to be there? Like, I don't understand. So it was the exact same thing with Leia, except without a battle. Yeah, that was weird. I don't get how that works. How does that make you die? And then the kiss was weird. I'm sad that he immediately died right after that. That's the part that I don't understand. Do you, do you wish he would have lived? Yes. Really? 100%. He murdered millions of people. And? He's a war criminal. Yes. But he still deserves like a Romeo. Like No. No, he, no, 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 no. He deserves uh, now another movie to either find like true redemption and see like how he tries to rebalance the universe and do that or or not. Go the other way. Hmm. I don't know. I think that's hard. I think it was dumb that he died. Like he crawled to her and like he seemed okay. I watched that second, the ending a second time with you that day. And I remember thinking like, was he that near death's door right before he did that? I just didn't notice. And then I looked, I was like, no, he seems kind of okay. And then, then he's just dead. And I'm like, that's stupid. Another, another instance where you're like, okay, are they dead? Are they alive? Oh, he's dead. He really, he's dead. Yeah. Gone, gone. Cause yeah, was there any moment afterwards that where she like mourned him or anything like that? Not for longer than a so. second, no. Damn it. Like it's just like a whiff, like a wasted opportunity. <laughs> Aww. What? I feel sorry for you. It's okay. It's, it hasn't ruined my life. Apparently it's ruined a lot of people's lives, guys. Well. These movies, if, if people don't like them, they really love talking about it to the end of the time. That's what I kept thinking about when I got out of this movie at first. I'm like, oh. 
I'm about to hear about this movie for like the end of time now. People are just going to be arguing about it. Wasn't this like the second least? And I least... even hate it. I was just like, oh man, fucking disappointed by this. What? Wasn't this like the second least well-rated movie after Phantom Menace? Uh, I, On Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Okay. I mean, by far, in my eyes, it's the worst of this new trilogy. Okay. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. What? No? I have to, I guess I... I'd have to see Force Awakens again. I know you really loved that one, but I didn't like that one quite as much. Well, uh, that was the first one back, so they they kind of had to uh, re- introduce these new characters, but while also reestablishing, okay, this is a Star Wars movies with yeah. all these, you know, certain tropes and things that you remember, and here's there's another Death Star, and right. look, here's Han Solo and all that stuff. So I was into that, and then I was like, okay, with Last Jedi. Oh, they're charting on a new, you know, voyage. They're they're doing something new. They're sure. trying to play around with things. But now with this new one, they're just like, or last one, they're just like, JK. <laughs> right. Never mind. So out of the entire nine movie uh, span, which one's your absolute favorite? Uh, Empire Strikes Back is still my favorite. That's the first one I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw that one before, actually, the first one. So oh, funny. That's my, my favorite. Um... Last Jedi is up there. I like Rogue One a lot. Rogue One remains my favorite Star See? Wars movie. Loved Rogue One. C- comparing this one to Rogue One, I'm like Rogue One all day. Oh my God. Rogue One all day and twice on Sunday and give me a whole box of tissues. There we go. We At least we agree on that. <laughs> so wait, what did I say at the start? C minus? C minus. I'm probably C minus. Like I said, I could tell you about all like the cool parts that mm-hmm. I like, like the force timing stuff, right. the fight in the the water. Like even though I thought the all the Palpatine stuff was like stupid and corny, like I enjoyed it, you know. But I just didn't think that this, you know, the last movie of the Skywalker series would devolve into you know the nonsense like that. Right. What would you give it, Chris? B plus. Like I said, good, not great. Wow. And I, and I appreciated that it tied it up. Like they didn't leave things open ended. We we got a definitive ending, and I'm all about definitive endings. I hate when things are left open to interpretation. So, um, did we talk about her? I mean, Finn, like he. Oh, Finn and Poe, I didn't was, care about. I hate to say, Poe too. Poe and his thing with uh, Carrie Russell, who didn't get to t- take off her helmet. He's all just like a lot of stuff. I'm just like, why even include this? Yeah, like the, I agree. It was, I guess it was Easter eggs. Primarily, oh, I did like Lando. There you go. I like that he brought oh, it. They brought him back, and he seemed like him. uh, he 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 had fun being in the movie. It was he very like weird. He was having a lot of fun. It was very, wouldn't you? Holy, <laughs> holy shit, compared to when they brought Harrison Ford back yet again, Harrison Ford's like, whatever, God damn it, just well, just get this over with. So I'm back and you know, fly my plane, smoke my weed, whatever. So, yeah, basically, it's, it's like hair was tussled and everything, yeah. Uh yeah, I did like uh Lando. Although that last scene with with him and that the the woman that Ray no what you know the last scene with uh the the woman that was also a uh, stormtrooper but deflected just like oh Finn. yes and like they him and Lando met and like a meet cute he's like she's he's like where are you from girl he's, she's like I don't know and he's like well let's find out <laughs> and I'm like what. I was like, what, Lando? 
<laughs> no, that's, Lando, no. I was like, that's really weird, Lando. Stop. <laughs> Me too. Star Wars. I was like, this is a Disney. Is this a weird Disney Plus, you know, pilot oh, show thing man. going on here? Yeah. I don't know. So, like I said, overall disappointed. Oh well. I'm sorry. I'll move on. Okay. Chrissy will move on. Should we move on to another movie that we saw here at home? No, we've we've run out of time. Oh. No, all the other movies that we've seen recently at home mm-hmm. have been screeners. I know. So I was going to wait and possibly... We we're going to be talking about our top 10. Oh, all right. Uh, next week of 2019. So we'll save it for then. We will save it for then. Oh, Sounds good. I was trying to think. What else? What? What? Don't fuck with cats, guys. <laughs> we, did, we did watch that on Netflix. Oh, yes, we did. I can definitely, uh, if you like uh, fucked up true crime type series, it's a three episode, like three hour series on Netflix. If you can only pick one Cats to watch this holiday season, make it Don't Fuck With Cats. I would would love to go see that, actually. If I was on the A-list right now, I would be going to see that. Cool. No? Uh, John Mulaney (laughs) and the... Sack Lunch Bunch. Sack Lunch Bunch. That's great, too. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's last like 10 (laughs) minutes of that. (laughs) Mr. Music. It's perhaps uh, one of my happiest moments. (laughs) Watching anything in 2019. I kind of want to watch it again, just the last bit. Uh, That's up with the the Paul Rudd Hot Ones interview. Just stuff like that that just makes you happy Happy. happy inside. Escapism, guys. Happy inside. <laughs> but yeah, we we uh, I've got a, a few screeners I'm trying to catch up with before I can think I can make my proper top ten. Fair enough, Chrissy too. I'm sure. Yes, I feel like we should do. I saw something trending on Twitter, uh, like your top ten okayest movies of 2019, and it was like well, your top ten is usually like, have I seen ten movies from 2019? <laughs> yeah, no. Let me put them in order. I know. This one, or maybe not even top ten, just like what are the what are your most memorable like okayest movies? We were like, God, that wasn't terrible, but I also didn't love it. And Pete, I was listening to or reading the comments. People were like, Lego Movie Two. I had to remind myself, like, oh yeah, I, I saw that, and, or um, Incredibles Two, or uh, any of the other ones. We were like, oh yeah, that one. You might have said some of my movies. That's why I'm not. I'm I, know, I, know, I know. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's a teaser. Uh, if you found our podcast, we're, <laughs> Good for you. we're out. We're out on the interwebs. Most podcatchers. We're at Movie Geekcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Chrissy, two thousand nineteen, Facebook has been on oh, Facebook. I'm sorry, that's we're on, cool. We're on the we're on the FB. I got you. Uh, so I guess yeah, we got to say goodbye to two thousand nineteen, Chrissy. Anything yeah. you, you want to say two thousand nineteen as we rush on out? No, just kind of hoping everybody had a safe and happy holiday and that you guys continue that into 2020 and may it be a better year for everybody. Yeah, what's our new year's resolution? Oh, we have to have one. I hate those things. To think of one. Fine. I'll think of one for next week. Okay, good luck. Otherwise, Chrissy, I love you. I love you too. Everyone that's listening, thank you so much. Uh... You to real MVP. A whole other year. We'll see you on the flip side in 2020. Yay!